On this edition of Chatting About College, a conversation with our student speaker at commencement. He's 38 years old, and his daughter graduated from here one year ago. His fascinating story is next. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Mirabito. We record our conversation in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Well, each year here at Onondaga Community College, we select a student to deliver the primary address at our commencement ceremony. The selection process is always difficult. There's some amazing life stories in our student population, and we're proud to share one of them with you today. Joining us is this year's student speaker. His name is Shane Turo. Shane, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. What did you think when you got the call that uh, you'd been selected to be the speaker at commencement? I I literally came to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Ryder had come in and informed me of the news. Um, I was anticipating the the an email, and when I didn't get the email, I was kind of worried. But when he came walking into the office, like my heart dropped. And when he delivered the news, it was like, wow, I really did this. So just just a, a moment to reflect and like super proud of myself. Um, so yeah, like literally tears came. That's awesome. Let's go back and talk about how you got here. So you graduated from Corcoran High School mm-hmm. in 2002. Where were you in life at that point? What was your plan? That was a long time ago, 21 years ago. A long time ago. So um, originally out of high school, I got my CNA certification. Um, I found a love and uh, and a passion for working with people, with the elderly. Um, So I pursued that career for a while. I I went back to school to to BOCES and I got my LPN license. Um, None of us are immune to the trials and tribulations of life. I was short, shortly after that, um, I was diagnosed with a rare brain disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I had brain surgery and just coping with life um, after that, the physical realms and building my confidence back up. It took a while. Um, and then I, I found myself here. And I think like this was this experience here was life changing. Um, I came in with one goal and I'm leaving with a whole separate mission. I think it's incredible. You started taking classes here in 2021, even though your high school was just a couple miles away from here. I think you came up here and you were surprised by everything that was here, not only the buildings and the campus, but also all the opportunities with clubs and organizations and that kind of thing. I beat myself up. Um, I, I wish I would have took advantage of these opportunities before. Um, I'm a non-traditional student, so I didn't feel like I would have any connections with anybody here. So I came in with a goal to just get my degree and leave. Um, but after at the end of my first year, I was pulled in by Dr. Williams and the opportunity she's provided and the doors she's opened has just opened my thinking and, and my mission, my goals for, for leaving here have just changed dramatically. So you made the decision to get really involved in campus life while you were here. And that's a big thing, especially as you mentioned, you're, you're non-traditional, you're an older student. What made you decide to step outside of your world and, and start doing things outside of the classroom? I saw the opportunity to become a part of something that was bigger than myself. When you find something to belong to, you feel a sense of excitement. You feel wanted, and and it makes you 
tap into potentials that you didn't even know you had yourself. And I think that's what was afforded me to me by these opportunities. I wanted to run through the list of all the different things you were part of here. <laughs> and we'll just pause after each one. And you tell us, you know, why you got involved with that and, and how it impacted your time here. Sure. Let's start with the Unity Day Committee, which you were the co-chair of. So Unity Day to me is inclusion, belonging, acceptance. Um, I Coming here, I didn't know if all of those things were going to apply to me given being that I am the non-traditional student. So when I got pulled in, the sense of belonging, the sense of inclusion, I felt that. So I wanted to become a part of it. Next thing, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging council. So it, that that piggybacks off of the Unity Day. Um, Dr. Williams is, is uh, the head of the diversity council. Um, and when she introduced the opportunity to me, I, I jumped at it. The Extraordinary Men of Distinction Advisory Board. That's what changed me. That brotherhood, that scholarship that that we build through that program, the leadership, that whole sense of belonging to something bigger than yourself. I, I, I don't mean to sound redundant and keep coming back to it, but that's really what it is. And that's really where you unlock potential. You were a member of the first group of Megoconnell Social Justice Scholars, which put you in a position where you could be out working in the community at a couple of different places. Tell us about your experiences with that. I was lucky enough to um, have been a mentor to Ms. Glena Jackson. Wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, she was the one actually out in the community putting the work in. And I was there to, to guide her and help her where she'd seen fit. Lifetime connection. Lifetime connection. You have a daughter who graduated from OCC last year. That's really a cool story. So <laughs> tell us about her, what she's doing, how she's doing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she's doing great. My inspiration. Um, she's actually in Fredonia studying for her master's. Um, she's going to have a master's in English, but she is focusing on adolescent adolescent education. Gotcha. So she's doing great things. So she wants to be a teacher. That's her goal. Yeah. That's great. Um, you're going to receive your general studies degree mm -hmm. on May 20th, which is commencement day. Before you do that, though, you will be delivering an address to fellow members of the class of 2023. I don't know as we record this how much thought you've put into what you want to say, but any thoughts on your message at this point? I had to think of a way to connect myself with the rest of the class. The majority of the population here are younger, so I wouldn't really relate to them on much. So I had to find something that I would. In these last two years of college, everything has been thrown at me from my computer crashing in the middle of the exam, the untimely passing of relatives, just a whole host of anything that can happen will happen. So I keyed in on prospering through adversity. I thought that was something that we could all could connect to. So that's the basis of my speech is persevering through adversity. That's a great theme. Well, we look forward to hearing you. Thank you. You're thank going to do great. You really will. Looking forward to it. So we have a game we like to play with people who join us on the podcast. It's called Box of Questions, mm -hmm. and it's named after our Box of Books program here, which provides students with textbooks and technology at predictable, affordable prices. So in this box, that's the sound of a box, mm -hmm. we have a few fun life questions we'd like to ask you. And uh, 
This is a fun way to learn more about our guests on the podcast. So first question for you. Your favorite takeout food? Copper top. Copper top. Is there? Do you have like a go-to item on the menu? They're Jamaican-style wings to die for. Oh, really? (laughs) All right, I'll have to try that. Next question, your favorite caffeinated beverage? I steer away from that. I I drink a lot of water. Um, I love Essentia water. Mm. Water and juice. Okay. What kind of juice? Apple juice. Apple juice. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Next question, cat or dog? It's definitely dog. Do you have a dog? Um, no, that's going to be my graduation present to the family <laughs> when I, after I graduate from SU. Gotcha. Next question for you. Your favorite athlete or performer or actor or actress, wherever you'd like to go in that category. I'm older, um, so I'll go back <laughs> a few generations. <laughs> my favorite basketball player was Michael Jordan, um, and I'm still a Chicago Bulls fan. So, Do you still follow the Bulls, or have you kind of— I do. You do? Okay. Anything less would be uncivilized, yes. Right. <laughs> um, Zach Levine is my guy. All right, all right. Um, your favorite musician or artist? My favorite musician is unequivocally Nas. Um, hip-hop legend in my eyes. The person who inspires you the most? Shane. Shane with a C. I'm Shane with a S. My daughter is Shane with a C. She's my inspiration, everything. She's my why. That's a great answer. <laughs> Your favorite movie or show that you're streaming right now, wherever you want to go in this category? So you can never go wrong with <laughs> Martin or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Those are my two Two go-to TV shows that night. As we were going through our box of questions, you mentioned Syracuse University and that the dog was going to be your graduation present from SU. So you're going to transfer there. What are you planning to study? So I'm going to study African-American studies with a minor in sociology. Shane, it's been wonderful to chat with you. We wish you best of luck with your commencement speech and... Everything Beyond OCC. Thanks so much for spending the time with us. Thank you for having me. And we say thank you also to our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their studios here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito. Hope you've enjoyed chatting about college. You can find future and previous episodes at places like iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download high-quality podcasts.